podcast escalation. everyone my name is jordan d white my name is chris sims and this is sailor business the podcast where we sit down with a friend each and every week and watch an episode of the classic 1992 sailor moon anime and talk about just why it is that we love it so much through hell and high water we come to you uh with episode 118 if you listen to episode 117 uh you probably heard that we had a few well, I say a few, but I mean significant and devastating uh, technical difficulties. But we're back. We've we've solved them as best we can, and we're ready to dive into the second of this show's multidimensional chaos worlds. We are going to be watching episode 118 of Sailor Moon S, Battle Inside the Demonic Space, The Sailor Guardian's Gamble. And to do that, we have a very special guest uh vanessa's back hey vanessa how are you (laughs) good (laughs) i'm very sorry about the complications for the last episode but on the plus side if you run across this in the future you'll know how to work around it so i in a way i hope oh thank you do you know what you're right we should be thanking you wow chris that sounds so cold Mm, it it is (laughs) it's a little it's a little bit cold no vanessa i'm glad to have you back and i'm glad that we can uh go through this episode because a you are a great guest regardless of technical difficulties you're super fun to talk to uh it it, it broke my heart to tell jordan off mic that we were absolutely banning you from all future appearances on the show no and and honestly if if that (laughs) happens i completely understand that was a headache and a half no, but you're a great guest, and this episode is buck wild. It's awesome. Which is why I requested it. Yes, this is one you requested. I agree with one of your two statements. Uh, well, I think I know which one. <laughs> you think it's awesome, but like very kind of pedestrian and normal, right? Um, no. Okay, the reason I picked this is because it's my favorite monster of the week. And right, that's we, fair. We, we, we can get into why I love this monster so much yeah. later but that that's why like yeah the episode is very weird but she's fun are you talking about sexy the concept of cubism yes <laughs> no that is not what she is chris how dare you that's a pretty accurate description i think <laughs> but we'll, we'll there's a there. much better description that we'll get to all right so we are on the road to there uh before we get started uh vanessa it's been a couple days and i should i guess i should say <laughs> it's it's vanessa leslie is here once again welcome yay do you have uh any recent sailor moon developments in your life no but i forgot to mention last time and i would love if people would help uh, my twin sister and i are both sailor moon fans and we want to get a tattoo and we're basing it around something to reflect the villains of each season. And we have pretty much every season figured out except the first one. It's hard to fixate on one single item hmm. or symbol. Okay, well, for, before we answer that for you, 
or at least try to answer that for you. Tell us what they are for the other ones. Uh, I'm assuming the earring shape from the season two? No, uh, no. the black moon. Oh, just a black so, moon. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty straightforward. I don't know yeah. why I didn't guess that. Probably more sensible than the earring shape. No, but, but that, that item is great otherwise. <laughs> but the, prim- the primary focus is going to be for the fourth season, the Dead Moon Circus. Okay. And then we'll have yeah, the crescent moon in there. Uh, third season. Oh, the the black star. Oh yeah, of course, of course. Uh, the so you're gonna last... have a black star and a black crescent. Okay. <laughs> well, and what's nice though is that the dead moon circus you can do any color you want, and we're thinking we'll do different colors for ours. Like I'll probably do a navy to represent her because her favorite is Uranus, and she'll probably get a green for me to represent Jupiter, because that's my favorite. Gotcha. And then last season, I think we decided what, uh, oh, the, um, something I can't think of it, the star seed. Sure. Or, or actually, no, we were going to do the opposite star seed. That. I don't know. We'll, we'll figure out the details, but the first season is the one we're held up on. Well, I don't know how elaborate you want to get. I mean, uh, Beryl's crystal ball is pretty iconic for season one. The crystal ball is very good. Which, if you wanted to be very simple about it, could just be a black circle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you could then put the weird uh, 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 creepy uh, finger claw things underneath them, that, that, or whatever they are. That... There's, the, there's the rainbow moon crystals. Those are good. Or the rainbow crystals, not moon but crystals. what do they the look like? Crystals. They're just crystals. They just look like multicolored crystals, right, yeah. Right. Well, my suggestion was even doing, because the... Something I want to call this the Imperium Silver Crystal or whatever the original name for it, but just the because because that's what the Rainbow Crystals turn into. Legendary Silver Crystal. Oh, wait a minute. No, there's the dark the dark crystal. Is that in the first season or is that the second? I thought that was second. Oh, there's a black crystal that they use. That's from the second season. That's that's from uh, the Black Moon Clan. Well, then has the dark crystal. No, but that's the that's the more elaborately named crystal isn't it isn't there a black crystal that like they use in season one? Oh, you're talking about the thing that zoosai yeah, has and, and nephrite had it too didn't he oh to to narrow down on where the crystals are oh that's true actually that's not a bad idea i'll have to bring that up to her i mean also there's a there's always queen barrel's uh little crown is very good yeah her little boomerang crown <laughs> <laughs> yeah her, her good little boomerang crown i love queen barrel i miss queen barrel She's great. But one of the only villains from Sailor Moon I've seen cosplayed, which I think might be because she's, although my favorite, and you haven't seen this yet, Chris, uh, is Queen Nahalania from the next season. Yeah, sure. She's cool looking. She's actually one of my favorite characters out of Sailor Moon. Really? Yeah. Like, I love her. Something about her I just really enjoy. Interesting. You know what you could get? Well, from the second season, you could get the uh, the the Bob Floyd logo. <laughs> but from the first season, you could get a Chanella or a clock. A Luna clock? Not everyone. Oh, yes, the please. Clock not is everyone is as big a Jedi fan as us. But why not? <laughs> that, that's, that could be some fun stuff. Is there anything about yeah, uh, their costumes? I'm trying to think of like anything that, I mean, it's just like weird buttons and that doesn't really help. Yeah, I mean the, the the four kings of heaven always like have the same uniform, but they like 
they're not really elaborate no. like and distinctive like uh kunzite has the epaulets but that's kind of as as bold as they get right yeah which is the issue we're coming across is that they i we enjoy the first season but not super distinctive with i mean and the only other thing i really could think of was um it was nephrite with the symbols he put on the objects to you know get to max power or peak power yeah, i keep seeing pictures of him holding a black crystal yeah and that's what he did is he used that to like view the astrology stuff and then oh. Zoe Sight stole it to then find the crystals. What did uh what did the monsters turn into when they died? Or just piles of dust, right? With like a They turned into piles of dust. Yeah. yeah. No, you're you're dusted negatrash. Yeah, that doesn't work. My sister was like, we could just put a bunch of like fog dust. or energy around. <laughs> sure, sure. Just get a sleeping Naru. Oh. No, a uh, chocolate parfait. There you go. There you go. There you go. Enjoy it at the Maxfield State Memorial Park. <laughs> well, I think our listeners, uh, yeah, send uh, send us and Vanessa some some suggestions because that sounds really fun. Did we have a favorite like monster of the week? In I mean, I did think about suggesting Red Butler's butthole, but I think that's the like only me. Yeah. That would enjoy that. No one else wants to get that permanently tattooed on their body. <laughs> I mean, uh, favorite monster of the week. I mean, again, there were some good ones. I always liked the camera one. That one was a, a very memorable one. Boxy. Yeah, I was going to say Boxy was Boxy. season one. Boxy's very good. I'll tell you what happens in season one is Taylor, Sailor Moon gets turned into a tennis ball, uh, which would be a great tattoo for everyone. But that's a good guy, not a bad guy. That's true. That's true. What is in, the tennis ball part? Does Endymion have uh, any like cool? He's got armor. Evil Endymion. That's probably not going to be enough, is it? Nope, that is enough. I didn't think that would be enough to bring up pictures of him, but it is. Uh, yeah, he doesn't have any like symbols or anything. Very minimalist. The old, uh, the old Silver Millennium. But it's but that's uh, for our listeners to figure out and Vanessa to put into action. Yes, uh, Jordan. Do we have any sailor business business? No, I don't think so. I mean, uh, other than that, uh, we're still getting closer to me having to do a song, and I'm excited. Yes, that's true. Uh, I've actually, um, if you are a Patreon supporter, uh, I actually am trying out a new format for doing show notes, since I don't usually take notes as we watch, and Jordan does. Uh, I've just been writing up little post-episode uh, thoughts instead, and uh, been trying those out. Do you still post my little weird, like, poems? <laughs> I finally remembered to. <laughs> they don't really make a lot of sense, and I'm sure no one cares about them. If you if you care about them at all, let us know. If you don't care about them at all, let me know. Yes. Because then he'll stop posting them. <laughs> then I'll stop posting them. Nobody Look, nobody complained when I forgot for like two months Aww. to stop posting them. Um, I wouldn't know, because again, I don't have access to those posts. <laughs> Because I yeah, don't support you our Patreon. Do not back the show. Don't be what? a Jordan. No, be that, a Chris. why would I support? If I were to support the show, it would just take a dollar from me, take some of it away, give it to someone else, give it, give a piece of it to Chris and to Allison and Jake, and then give a little bit back to me. That makes no sense. I am a five dollar Patreon supporter of both Super Business and Anime Pulse, which well, thank I you so much. On. So I support what myself. Hear, like what I'm hearing you say, Jordan, is I don't want to do that. I would give a dollar, and then a little bit of that would go to Chris and Allison and Jake. Yeah. What a jerk! What a <laughs> jerk, oh yeah, Chris. Jordan. What 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 are you set to on the show? What are your Patreon set to it? 
uh, I run the Patreon, so like <laughs> basically, it all like in a very literal sense, all the money that comes to you has to come to me first. So it all that money comes from me. Mm-hmm. It's all me. Mm-hmm. Anyway, let's do this episode. Let's talk about it. We've had <laughs> okay. enough time. Okay, Don't know, dithering, dithering. It is time for our episode. <laughs> As I said, we are going to be watching episode 118 of Sailor Moon S, which is called Battle Inside the Demonic Space, The Sailor Guardian's Gamble. Uh, Jordan. Yes. Was this episode translated for American release by our good friends over at Cloverway? Of course it was. I don't know. Like, did they skip any? Because I don't think the, they the did. The geek folks were always skipping. They, yeah, I don't think Cloverway skipped any. And in fact, I'll be honest, the, the translations are getting a lot more faithful there's there's some fun quirkiness sometimes or some weird slang that they'll throw in but they're not it's been a long time since i've watched an episode where it's like oh they've changed the meaning of this episode so they're yeah they're getting pretty faithful yeah they're they're real faithful especially when our favorite cousins show up well that's different is it though (laughs) is it (laughs) yes chris do you think you can guess what this episode was called in the dub. Uh, yes, I am very confident on this one. I didn't now, look it up, but I'm very confident that I know so exactly what this one is called. You think you know exactly what it's called? Mm-hmm. You heard me. Holy Gamergate. crap. It's not called Gamergate. Good guess. Uh, what do you think, Chris? I think it is called House Party 2. Oh, get out of here. <laughs> is that not it? Is that? That's, I thought that was right. Oddly enough. No, it's called House the Second Story. Oh, House starring two. William Cat? Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you didn't think I was going to pull William Cat out, did you? Nope, I did not. <laughs> yeah. So, Who's no, Chris. Now? I think maybe you could really do this. Why, why don't you ask me like one or two questions about what it's about, and then and then guess it. Uh, does it have to do with the word like dimension no. in any way? Not okay, in so, the slightest. So that is right out. Uh, does it have like does? how related to the episode is it like d- does it mention things that happen in the episode like it's got a very clear relation to Ooh, the episode i think i might know what it is oh do you do you want to make a guess before chris or after chris after okay okay it's very related when you know it you'll go oh yeah direct connection got it uh, okay um is it house party three <laughs> is, did they make that yeah that was a house party three no it was not house party three Okay, um, then Vanessa, you give it a shot. House of Cards? Oh, you're so close. Oh, that's a very good one. That's a That would be a very good title. You're, you're both uh, dwelling on houses when they did not, but you got the cards. Oh, Game of Thrones. <laughs> you're, you're close. It's Orange is the New Black. Oh, darn. <laughs> what is it, Jordan? <laughs> It's in the cards. Oh. Yeah, but what, what is it? That's what it is. Oh. Okay. <laughs> See? Clear connection. That's not as... Re- that's really not as exciting as Battle Inside the Demonic Space, is it? Yeah. Are you implying this is an exciting episode, or...? Uh, 
yeah, I think this is a pretty exciting episode. Chibius almost gets eaten by a fucking lion. What do you consider to be an exciting episode, buddy? Chibiusa gets eaten by a fucking lion. Okay, that's fair. So let's talk about this opening. Uh, Jordan. Yeah. It's, now, Vanessa, you're not in, in Zencaster because we were having some difficulty recording. Yes. Uh, but... Like, you don't know what Jordan's display name is right now. So, Jordan, I think you know what game this is supposed to be. Yeah, it's pretty clear. Yeah, this is supposed to be Old Maid. They're playing Old Maid. Would anyone like to point out the problem with that? There is no Old Maid. Bingo, Vanessa. Bingo. The Old Maid in a game of Old Maid is is the queen. You take out one of the queens. That's how you play. Uh, uh, That's not how... No, no, no. I mean, yes, sure. Yeah. Yes, sure. Of course. That's why it's called Old Maid. Yeah, well, f- honestly, if I'm being totally honest with you, realistically, most of the times in my life that I've played Old Maid, it's probably either been one of two methods. Either it's with a Old Maid deck, which they make, as you know. Yes. <laughs> for yeah, children. For, like, babies. So yes. I'm guessing you have not played this game in 35 years. Well, I haven't played it in a long time, but I definitely remember playing it with an Old Maid deck when I was a child. My grandma has one. Right. And then the other way that I would play isn't by taking out the queen it would be just by, by we would all just take out a random card and none of us would know what it was huh. so yeah, it would be a mystery i think it's pretty look maybe this is just something that i know maybe this is not common <laughs> knowledge i'm pretty sure it's called old maid because you are left with one queen Chris, if you're uh, if you want to be super sexist about it, I guess. No, no, I didn't make up the game. It's George. 2017. Let's get past. Let's Death let's look it norms. up. Let's look it up. Uh, uh, I was hoping Wikipedia would have like a uh, where what it was based on or something, but I, or how it was born. Let's see. Honestly, I don't think I've ever played it without an old mate deck. In uh, in in Germany, it's called Schwarzer Peter, which is Black Peter. Maybe it's just a like U.S. name for a game that other countries play. Yeah, you know, it's weird. A lot of them, it, basically, there's like a million variations that are all about Black Peter, and uh, the French one is called the Louse-ridden one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yikes! Or sometimes they call it Old Boy, but which in their slang refers to confirmed bachelor. <laughs> Uh, wow. Another variant from the UK is known as Scabby Queen. That's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then you, uh, like, beat somebody in the knuckles with the card deck. Like, what is. What? Hey, hey, look, I know America's got its problems, but what is wrong with the next of you? <laughs> oh, that's point, pretty funny. Point being, point being, I think it is possible to play Old Maid and not have it be exceptionally ominous. Oh, get out of here. This is way more fun. So they're playing Old Maid with a Joker left in the deck. They're playing Old Maid with a Joker left in the deck by the Joker. Like the guy who fights (laughs) Batman. It Um, is the Joker in this deck is a Grim Reaper with a scythe and a skull face. That's a thing. Sometimes there's the Joker is a death card. But if you if you know what Saturn ultimately is like and with what? her scythe and stuff it kind of it could be kind of hinting at what's going to happen later what could you be talking about i don't know i guess guess people have to keep listening um so i just typed in joker card in 
Google. Did you get all insane clown posse results, Jordan? No, no, it's mostly <laughs> is just jokers. I'm trying to see if if any of them are well see a bunch of them are the the Joker. Yeah, I'm not seeing a lot of Grim Reapers in here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because jokers are not usually skeletons with red flames coming out of them. It's whose deck of cards is this? Because okay, it's Hotaru and uh Chibisa are playing old maid at uh hotaru's house i fully buy that this is like just the car the deck of cards that tomoe and uh kaori have in the house yeah of course when when the episode started i thought i thought for sure this was a sign that it was going to be uh like tarot card stuff going on but it's not it's 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 they're just playing old maid with a death card i could almost ask my boyfriend he collects playing cards so for all i know he has a couple decks that actually have that Maybe I look. I'm sure. I'm sure they exist. I just feel like that's not that's not the first image that comes up to mind when you think of a Joker in a deck of cards. That's all. It's it's pretty good. So they're playing. Uh, Hotaru loses, and somewhat coincidentally, Professor Tomoe is down in the basement with uh, Mimet, and he is making a diamond out of games wait there's a coincidence in this episode it is the fuel that drives the engine of sailor moon jordan <laughs> uh, and i think he actually has a deck of cards in there it's it's kind of hard to tell what's in the the easy bake oven originally i yeah i think it's just supposed to be a deck of cards the weird thing about this is we never see like who they're targeting like if there's some handsome idol board gamer or like or if the world series of poker is blown through tokyo uh or whatever we never find out who they're going after in this episode gambit's in town yep oh gambit don't have no pure hosh yeah <laughs> oh god <laughs> uh, i love that guy i can't uh, jordan let me write that guy again he's great you may Hey, thank you. I take that as a verbal contract. So Tomoe is pretty excited, but Mehmet is sick of all this bullshit. Mehmet wants to really go hard at uh, fulfilling her task and getting one of these pure hearts. Hey, so um... she goes over to the, I guess, the shelf of shit that he keeps around to what? throw in the oven. No, no, no. Hold on. Yeah, no, no, no. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I think, first of all, you, you miss that he she gets rid of him by by reminding him that it's tea time and it's his turn to provide the the tea snacks <laughs> for tea um and then she throws a ton of shit in like you said i'm assuming this is all these are all games uh, well if you if you look really closely you can see there's like an uno deck in there for sure i love uno do you love uno jordan i do um, I bet I could destroy you and Uno. Oh, that is what you think, but you're wrong. I'm very good at Uno. Mm. I mean, you're you're good, kid. No, but, no, no, no. Uh, no. But I'm me? very good. I'm magic. That's not possible. Um. Well, okay, Chris. <laughs> let's talk about something important about Uno. Okay. Which is how you play. Okay. Because there's a lot of like rules that people don't agree on. Vanessa, do you play a lot of Uno? I do. All right. All right. All right. So we're all serious Uno heads here. I brought a deck of Uno cards to the first ever comic book convention I went to and uh, tried to play Uno with G.I. Joe writer Josh Blaylock. Why? I like Uno. (laughs) Okay. Uno is a big game that we play when we visit my mom. We play it a lot. 
Um, so first of all, here's a simple one, but surprisingly, not everyone agrees on it. What do you do if you can't play a card? You draw. Yeah, you you keep. Well, there's either you right. draw one card or you keep drawing until you you get that suit. No, I'm of the mindset you, you keep play. drawing. Okay, yes. I agree. I think these people who draw one card are crazy. That's that's no, that's like that's bullshit. You draw until you play. Uh, absolutely. That's what you do for maybe a little kid, <laughs> so they don't get too frustrated. Uh, I, I'm going to sound like Jordan here for a second. Please, please. If I'm playing Uno and there is a child, I show that child no mercy. Oh, yeah. Yes. Children are idiots. Yeah, a lot of people are like, oh, you know, let him win. No. No. This world is tough. And if a man's going to make it, he's got to be tough. <laughs> That's what I say. <laughs> now, no, now, here's one that not uh, I, I don't know if I don't think I don't I don't know how canonical this rule is. If someone plays a draw two on you, can you play a draw two? To pass that on as a draw four. No. No? Okay. We totally do that. So it's like, the same though, like Monopoly. Some you people can do it like go around if you land a free parking, you get extra money. Yeah, that's true. That like is a various thing. things. So here's the thing about that. Uh Monopoly sucks. But wow. Monopoly sucks more because people do the free parking thing. The free parking thing uh unbalances and artificially prolongs the game. Yes. So if you like really hate Monopoly, take out the pure the 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 free parking rule. Agreed. The Uno there's an Uno game in there, there's a book about poker, there's a chessboard, a roulette wheel, a a slot machine. A slot machine. All of yeah. which are about like the size of what we originally thought was a deck of cards. So I don't know no, what I don't that th- thing was. I don't think to be. that was a deck of cards. I, I, I'm not sure what it was, but I don't think it was a deck of cards. My biggest question though was the bowl. Why is a bowl thrown in there? The bowl is for Mahjong tiles, I believe. Oh I believe I, I don't know that for sure though. I've only played it on my like laptop as yeah. a free game gotcha that that might not be accurate but i feel like it's it's an accessory for a game not a a, a game itself because oh there's a because there's a book in there it might be for dice because she a, throws in a book too there's a few books and i can't read any of the titles so obviously uh who knows what they are yeah i, I don't know horse racing how to bet on horses there you go i'm guessing no idea so mimet throws the switch and usually what happens is we see the creation of the diamond egg and, and all that stuff. Uh, and, and it packages it nice and neat in the briefcase. But this time, uh, shit gets real. There's oh, like flashing lights, like like lightning. The oven is about to explode. Well, because it's overloaded. Because it's overloaded. Because yeah. it's trying to make 26 diamonds at once. Or one monster out of 26 things. Yeah. How can you sexify all those things at once? <laughs> they manage. They find a way. I'm trying to make sexy dice and sexy horse racing. I'm trying to make sexy Yahtzee and sexy chess. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a shame because I want to see each of these sexy things in turn. <laughs> Ooh, please isolate that clip for the Jordan soundboard. <laughs> oh, God. It crosses all kinds of effects. We see like rainbow waves of energy kind of moving over the house. The house starts shaking. Chibiusa and Hotaru upstairs are kind of freaking out a little bit. But then it passes and everything pretty much goes back to normal. Or so that's does the it? show. Um we we all learned a lot today from Sailor Moon. Uh it's time for Sailor Business. Chris, that's yep. not the end. No? No. Um actually, wait, can I just stop you for a second? Because oh, okay. I just noticed that we're seeing 
Hotaru's room in broad daylight, and I didn't recognize it as her room. Oh my gosh, you're right. <laughs> it's the same room that was engulfed in darkness last episode, but I didn't realize it was that same place because it's it looks just got the curtains so, open now. So different. <laughs> Speaking of the curtains being open, Chris. Yes. They look out the window. Uh huh. And and instead of seeing a completely abandoned Tokyo like they would normally see, <laughs> they look out their window and they see an ocean. Yes. Well, they transported somewhere, right? Well, that's well then they look think. out the other window and they see an a, an elephant. What? Can it walk backwards? You, hey, hey. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> New listeners, go back to you. You'll find Who's starting out. with this? That's that doesn't make any sense. This is not the episode to start with. One back up of a car driving at you. <laughs> uh, so, uh, so then Chibi just goes, you know what? Fuck my secret identity. <laughs> well, first, first Chibi says one of my favorite things. Like Chibi looks out the window, sees this elephant. The window's floating in midair, and Chibi just goes, "We seem to have gotten into quite a mess." Which is like what the balladeer says on the Dukes of Hazard. Looks like those sailors Senshi have gotten into quite a pickle. So yeah, uh, Chibiusa. I mean, look, you say she blows her secret identity. She already has a floating robot cat head with her. So shit's already weird. I mean, again, maybe the floating robot cat head has some sort of spell on it that makes people ignore it. And if so, maybe it will continue to make uh, them ignore the fact that she grabs it and calls her friends on it. Which, even if it didn't give away she was a superhero, should be amazing technology that people are like, what? Yeah. So uh, the rest of the senshi are studying, of course, because that is the overarching plot of the season. Uh, which is a very convenient way for everybody to be hanging out. And Chibisa says, hey, Hotaru's house is in danger. And Hotaru herself is, like, starting to freak out a little bit. Uh, because she has opened up her clothing drawer and revealed that there are fish swimming around. Yes. Now, look. They could have stopped here. They could have just done the shot where... The fish are swimming around in her clothes drawer. Here's what makes Sailor Moon the best cartoon. <laughs> Chibiusa turns her head to an, an antique roll-top desk that Hotaru has in her room, opens it up, and a fucking lion comes out. Because <laughs> it is a portal to the savannas of Africa. Everything about that is stupid. <laughs> Uh, do you mean like, it's great because it's actually great? Even, like, the idea that she opens it is bonkers. I assumed it was her opening up a new entry for Narnia. Because how else would you explain it? A lion comes out, I assume it's Aslan. Then they <laughs> run away screaming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wasted opportunity. I just want to throw out that this uh, this episode the would have originally aired in 1994. This is the third season of Sailor Moon. So it is contemporary with the movie The Lion King. 
And I gotta say, this lion looks exactly as good as the lions in The Lion King. It doesn't look, like, disturbingly off-model at all. What? <laughs> You're being sarcastic, I guess. Just a little bit. It actually looks like Ron Perlman in Beauty and the Beast. It's based on Kimba. Because <laughs> Lion King is based on Kimba. It looks like an angry old man or possibly an angry old bear. Ron Perlman in Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> sure, yes. Okay, <laughs> it looks like that. Absolutely. Absolutely. The lion comes out, tries to eat Chibiusa and Hotaru, but they escape. They go through the door, close the door behind them, and then it vanishes, leaving them in a moonlit desert. No, they're on Saturn. Because she's Lydia Dietz, and the worms are going to start popping out, and Beetlejuice is going to show up. Oh, that makes way more sense. Is that why she's Sailor Saturn? Yeah. Oh. I mean, And, wh- and why she looks like a goth version of Winona Ryder. True. So, so Professor Tomoe managed to leave the house right before this happened. But now he's back from the convenience store with an armload of snacks and is trying to get into his house. And he can't because it's now a portal to a hell dimension, to a multidimensional chaos world. Right. But no sooner has he started, like, really freaking out about the house than who shows up? But the the pretty guardians who fight for love and justice. That's right. It's the Sailor Senshi. All five of them show up in costume. With the cats. With yes. the cats. Talk in front of him. Do they? Oh, I didn't even... They talk that. quietly, but they talk. Okay. Yeah. I was watching for that too, Vanessa. I'm glad you, you did as well. Uh, so Tomoe is like, oh shit, they found out my secret identity. They're here to, they're here to fight. But Sailor Moon announces her present. Uh, or her presence and even better ray goes there's no need to worry hotaru's father (laughs) (laughs) how do you know my daughter but then sailor moon does do a i'll punish you speech and then ray smacks her in the back of the head for doing it because because she says if you don't know us i'll punish you (laughs) (laughs) good thing and they have a little fight then they get into this thing about uh, oh first of all mercury is like my computer goggles are telling me that in one hour, this entire house is going to, like, implode or some shit. <laughs> Direct quote. <laughs> oh, then we cut back to inside the house, a.k.a. other dimensions, where Chibi and Hotaru are... This makes so fucking little sense, guys. Chibi and Hotaru <laughs> are walking through the jungle and going, oh, it's so fucking hot. And then... It goes bloop and it changes, and all of a sudden they're on Hoth, and they're like, "It's so fucking cold." And then a penguin, a penguin, comes out of one portal and jumps into another. What? Why? How? What? What? That's adorable. It, but it makes I. The reason this episode drives me so crazy, I think, is because it follows no rules. It's just inside this house, shit happens. That makes no sense. Don't worry about it. If you try to figure it out, you won't. So, haha, too bad. It's really weird that this is where you're drawing the line. For there is an internal logic to a lot of this show. A lot of it. Not all of it, mm-hmm. but a lot of it. Mm-hmm. This episode, there's they've they've defined no rules. If you 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 open a a, a fucking desk and it's the savanna of Africa, why? Just because you walk out the door and you're all of a sudden in the desert and then the door disappears. But wait, why? 
Just cause. Because the monster, this is her game. This is her setting. She is the DM. Think of it that way. And she's writing the rules. You but follow it. But it's they're they're gibberish rules. Yeah, Jordan, what is it the monster wants? The, the house is connected to multiple dimensions. Right. And if there was the idea that but it's not just it isn't just connected to multiple dimensions. It's connected apparently to gazillion dimensions and is constantly shifting through them. And by the way, you can just be standing in one and all of a sudden then you're standing in another without having walked through a door or anything because I I I would say that Vanessa's right in that it is just the the whims of the monster, but except the monster doesn't seem to want anything either. What is it the monster wants? They're not this isn't We'll get to what the monster wants. Well, we will, but what does the monster want now? But maybe maybe Mamet threw in a choose your own adventure book. But there's 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 no adventure being chosen. Okay, to compare this to something Jordan, do you that... think this is not like a realistic portrayal of what a multidimensional chaos world is like? Is that <laughs> I, the problem I think, you're, you're running into? Chris, I think, I think it's an uninteresting portrayal of a multi... whatever you said. Okay, first uh, of to, all, how dare you? There was a lion? To, uh, to compare this to something that I know Chris is familiar with, and I'm not sure if you're familiar with, I think of this as... it's like Murder World, except less interesting. Murder World at least has giant pinball games where you're like, I understand. I have to dodge this ball and whatever. Make the well, bumpers like flap. nothing more interesting than Murder World, Jordan. It's Murder World. And this is like a crazy Murder World situation, except it's just like, what happens? It doesn't matter. What do you do? What you do doesn't matter. No. Where you go doesn't matter. Things are just going to happen. Don't worry about the it. The dimensions are moving around the house. Like, Why? Did you not see, like, d- why? What a yes. stupid question to ask. <laughs> did you not see, like, the, uh, the, when the Easy Bake Oven was going crazy and, like, the, the lights were moving around the house in, like, random okay. order? Okay, Chris. Okay, let's talk about that. Cause that's okay. a good point. Yeah, I forgot to mention. Let's do it. Bro. Why the fuck does that matter? Because in our experience, what the Easy Bake Oven does is make a monster. Like chaos emeralds or something. <laughs> yeah, well, well, that, that's a lot of maybe. Maybe here's here's the answer to that, Jordan. What the fuck do you think he's making the monsters out of? Because he's not magic, right? Like he's not Queen Beryl. He's he doesn't have like moon magic. He's Correct. A, he's just a dude tapping into forces beyond his control. Here's what we know about the diamonds, right? We They're know. Sexy. And you want to see as many sexy ones as you can. <laughs> we established that earlier. As many sexy games as possible. You're like mad thirsty for the diamonds. For for I want to see sexy Yoohoo diamond and Yoohoo? I meant ya- uh, Yahtzee diamond. You, I don't wow, know why I said Yoohoo. We're really learning a lot today about Jordan. <laughs> Yoohoo's a tasty drink. I haven't had one in yeah, years. Yeah, I bet it is. I bet it is. And you're real thirsty for it, aren't you? Oh, if someone, if someone wants to draw the monster <laughs> version of that... Yuhu and Yahtzee. You, sexy Yuhu versus sexy yah- Yahtzee. Yes. Yeah, wouldn't it be like hilarious if you drew that? Like, yeah, but seriously, like, draw that. That was my impression no. of Jordan just now. <laughs> <sighs> Get out of here. Look, here's what I'm saying. Here's what we know about the diamonds. Uh, they are uh, a, like you said, they're science-based. We saw very specifically stuff of like cells and that they come in a little egg. So we know that you take an egg, a weird, cra- yes, a weird, crazy super science that doesn't make any sense egg, and you merge that egg with an object. And uh, the kind of essence of the object is imbued into this sexy monster. So the crazy idea... Face huggers. 
Yeah, yeah, you're right. Absolutely right. They are they are sexy xenomorphs for <laughs> for inanimate objects, and <laughs> that's kind of amazing. So it makes total sense that throwing a bunch of shit in there would would make it uh like go crazy and 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 do something weird. The fact that what it does is cause the entire house to go dimension hopping doesn't seem to make any sense. Uh, And yes, is it possible that it it could be, well, you know, that must have to do with how it works? Sure, I guess we have to expect that that's the explanation, except no one ever nods at that explanation. No one ever has a single line saying, oh, she she must have corrupted the dimensional energy that fuels the the diamond oven. N- none of that. None of that is said. So I'm I, honestly, I'm kind of left thinking that the reason that the dimensional stuff is happening is just because she's made a crazy powerful monster somehow by accident that has that power. So that it's not the oven that has done this to the house. It's the rather the monster specifically who is doing this to the house. I don't think the oven actually makes diamonds. What do you think it does? I think it translate. I think it transports uh, the objects that you put in to the elemental plane of sexiness. Ugh. And then they get that and they're like, all right, well, I guess it's like a signal. It's like, well, I guess they want a tennis shoe. Hey, sexy tennis shoe. Can you can you drop in there? <laughs> Thanks. All right. That's put this ridiculous. in the museum. But but then the objects always come back. No, they die. Sailor Moon murders them. They had hopes and dreams. No, no, no. I'm talking about, but when the monster dies, the oh, yeah, object falls right. to the floor. I guess you're right. Yeah. Hey, Jordan, I think you're, I think, I think you're maybe worrying a little too much about it. But, but honestly, if, if, if you want the real answer, I wouldn't be this worried about it if I, if I had found this episode more entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> I just that is your failing. You have failed Sailor Moon. Sailor Moon has not failed you. Oh, disagree. Disagree. I have lots of editor notes on this. I want to I want them to tighten this episode up. Well, hey, if anybody knows Naoko Takeuchi's email address. (laughs) She didn't write this. Jordan's got some notes. She didn't write this. She probably was busy that day and went, yeah, yeah, just do your dimension episode. (laughs) Does anything important happen? She asked them and they said, nope. And she said, fine, run with it. <laughs> so uh, speaking of things that don't make sense and were never properly explained. Yes. Uh, the Sailor Scouts can't get in. So they decide that they're going to use Sailor Teleport. Wait, no, let's talk about them. I'm sorry. I want to talk about all the dumb things in this episode. Okay, <laughs> did I miss one? Because Sailor Teleport is yes! pretty dumb. You're absolutely right. But th- the part where all the Scouts are like, Sailor Moon, you don't have a plan. And Sailor Moon's like, yeah, I have a plan. The same plan we use every time. Jupiter's going to smash the door down and we're going to go in. And they're all like, no, you idiot. If you break the door down, it'll like upset the balance of the dimensions. And it's like, oh, so, sorry. I'm, I, that's so obvious now that you say it. What? They're treating Sailor Moon like she's an idiot. And it's like, no, how is she supposed to know that? How does anybody know that? Well, they probably got it from Mercury's computer. And while we weren't looking, while we were busy uh, watching Chibius and Hitaru, Mercury probably explained it very patiently, <laughs> and Usagi just missed it. And, and they also, not only that, they also sell her out as an idiot to Tomoe. The, because she's do. like, we're going to knock your door down. And, and Mars is like, sorry, sorry, Professor. Only one of us is an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> And then they, then as Chris said, they decide to use Sailor Teleport. 
but in addition, they're also like, if we use Sailor Teleport, we can't bring anybody with us. And I'm like, since when? Like, I'm pretty confident you did last time you used it. They took both cats. They yeah. took Tuxedo Mask. They took Chibiusa. Yeah. So, okay. <laughs> now they can't. <laughs> they're too low on energy. We get what I am almost certain is recycled footage from the R movie. Like, I, I am almost yes. positive that this that this sailor teleport is from the R movie. Because it looks beautiful? Because it looks very good. <laughs> <laughs> the, the way that uh, you see Ami's uh, sailor collar, like, flapping in the breeze, it's very, like, very... It's like, oh, we decided to animate just, just this sequence real quick. Do they have maybe stock animation for sailor teleport? They, uh, kind of they, like the transformations? They might have had stuff from earlier in the season, or from the previous season, but like Chris is saying, the nicest looking one would have been from the movie. So if they did it for the movie, that would be the place to steal it from. Yeah. So if they possible. teleport themselves into the house, but instead of landing in the house, or at least instead of appearing to land in the house, they land uh, where the hills are alive with the sound of music. This beautiful mm-hmm. meadow amidst these pink-purple mountains... Uh, the very good background from a bunch of people who are probably very sick of drawing an empty Tokyo. Yeah, good point. The only thing is, there's a there's like a stack of stones on a cliffside in the background of one of the shots, and I don't know what that's about, but I feel like that's a location indicator. Yeah, I don't know. I, I didn't recognize it, but maybe. If anybody knows, let us know. Back outside, Tomoe is like, I'm super bored. It would be really shitty if I lost my daughter since she is part of my evil plan. Oh, why don't I eat all these snacks? <laughs> well, yeah, you know, he can't go back inside. <laughs> he can't do anything. What? Might as well stuff his face. Yeah, th- those those snacks are going to go bad if you don't get them back inside. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's how it works. I guess it depends oh, what he bought. snacks. So back inside, uh, the scouts are now in a waterfall because all sorts of dimensions are just twisted together. What a cogent explanation for anyone who bothered to pay attention before going off on their 20-minute rant. No, Chris, that doesn't doesn't make any sense. And again, (laughs) I don't know if you know this, but that's not what actually happened. Somebody made a choice in the storytelling, and I'm saying that choice is pointless and doesn't actually pay off in anything. Well, that's this was actually based on a true story, which you oh, would get know the fuck out of here. If you were paying any attention. <laughs> oh, and this, and then we get to the part where the cats are talking. In you've front just of them, never, right? ha- you've just never been out here on these streets, Jordan. You these don't know empty what it's Tokyo like streets on these vacant streets of Tokyo. <laughs> So so the cats are chatting about how long it's taking while Tomoe is stuffing his face. I love how he looks like pouring all the chips in his mouth. It's pretty great. I wish he I wish Tomoe was like, well, there's just some cats around. I better talk out loud about how uh, all this Messiah <laughs> Silence bullshit is going down. But alas. That would have been amazing. That would have been amazing. Then we cut to a little bit further out of the house where uh, Pluto is watching the entire situation. Totally knows what's going on. Uh Neptune and Uranus show up, and Pluto's like, they're they're all trapped in another dimension. Uh, their house has become like other dimensions. They, they've gone inside. They might never come back. And fucking Sailor Uranus, fucking Haruka, goes, yeah, it'd be good if they don't come back. <laughs> <laughs> never mind that Pluto's like a time lord and can probably get him in there. Yeah. 
Haruka is just like good riddance to those assholes. Yeah, I love that both episodes I've done the Outer Scouts do jack shit. Except be dicks. I love that everybody immediately looks at Haruka and Haruka's like, I can't help it. (laughs) (laughs) I've tried not being a jerk and it didn't work. So so you guys are the real jerks. How about that? I try not being a jerk, but my heart wasn't in it. I was phoning it in. She's just, and that's it. She's just like, yeah, that girl's dangerous. And apparently I just don't give a shit about the scouts. So sorry. Uh, Cut back to inside where Chibiusa is having a, a waking dream. She is falling asleep, walking, marching around and uh, is like, let's just keep moving. And then uh, Haruka's like, maybe no, not Haruka. I'm sorry. Hotaru's like, maybe we shouldn't keep moving. And at that moment, they go from a forest to a cliffside. What? And Chibi is over the cliff. No. Whoa. I wonder, have they, like, is time equal in there, you think? Or have they maybe wandered around for like seven hours where it's been like 20 minutes outside? Good question. Because Chibi uses like, yeah, falling asleep on her feet, which granted would be exhausting to go through like all those changes and be like hot and then cold. And randomly in woods, I don't know. Yeah, it's one of those things that like seems like it's gonna come back and pay off, and just doesn't. Nope. It, it's never really addressed or brought hmm. up. Uh, so Chibi hmm. walks it's like off it doesn't pay off. Get, it's like uh, it doesn't go anywhere. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, it just doesn't pay off. <laughs> okay. Like, what 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 are you saying, Jordan? What, what yeah, that's what I said five minutes ago when you said I was a dumbass. <laughs> uh, that doesn't sound like me. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're thinking of somebody else i think you should pay more attention to the show so chibi falls off a cliff and yeah, dies and we the get, end we get what i would consider to be some pretty unnecessary angles yeah you wait you didn't want to look up chibi skirt uh i mean it's not like my favorite thing to do <laughs> it's up there but not a favorite i would like prefer not to if if at all possible it's not possible, unfortunately. We have to look up her skirt in this yeah, scene. According to this episode, we do. <laughs> Hotaru does catch her by the hand and is trying to save her. When we reach... The act break. Folks, did you know that Sailor Hi. Business? Did you know that Sailor Business <laughs> is supported by our listeners on Patreon.com? I did. Uh, if you'd like to join them and chip in as little as a dollar every month to uh, help us keep paying the bills, uh, because Jordan doesn't want to give us any money, <laughs> you don't you give want, us any money. If you want to make up for Ebenezer uh, White over here, how much? Do, how much does? Uh, how much does Jake uh, t- chip in every month? Uh, Jake chips in uh, 45,000 hours trying to rescue this podcast. <laughs> of course. I'm not asking who doesn't work hard on this show. We all I, work I on the show. I work hard on the show. I know who. who? It's Jordan. Who? It's Jordan. Uh, I think about, apparently, I think about how this show works more than anyone. <laughs> I don't even know what you mean by that. Because of the, because I was thinking about how the, never mind, forget it. Yeah, so our listeners support the show on Patreon. They do uh, help us out and give us some money every month. Uh, you can contribute as little as a dollar to really help out the show and 
uh, help us to do new things like the the chibi sotes that we need to record pretty soon. Uh, we have one that is uh, long awaited in the uh, in the works about a 2017 Sailor Moon reboot and the Gabby sodes for Xena Warrior business uh, as well. We have a, a new backer. It's only been a couple days since we uh, did the the last episode, but uh, we we have someone new to talk about. Jordan, who's that? Uh, that is Lauren Douglas. Thank you so much, Lauren. We appreciate your help. Yeah, thanks, Lauren. Uh, Jordan, would you like to uh, ask us some Twitter questions while we're here in the uh, in the in the act break dimension? <laughs> Absolutely, as always. Uh, Twitter questions are fun. By the way, before we even start, definitely send us more Twitter questions because we definitely love them. Uh, at Sailor Business on Twitter. Here's one. That guy Angelo asks. So, does Eternal Tennis Ball Sailor Moon get giant shuttlecocks instead of wings? so if sailor moon stayed as a tennis ball forever yeah like in my fan fiction <laughs> uh-huh I, Keep I, don't, going. I don't really know what eternal sailor moon looks like so jordan is that a is that an accurate uh suggestion uh i mean yeah she does have wings uh like i don't think she can really use them they're just kind of like you know you know like when she even when she just becomes Super Sailor Moon, she, like, gets wings for a second, right? Well, she gets wings in the transformation sequence. I think at least one episode where she's fumbling around and, like, has to, like, press her back against the wall because her wings are, like, knocking things over. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. So, I I mean, like, they're actually there. Oh, wow. Okay. I'm looking looking at her now. So those are, like, those are shoot wings. Those are really there. Yeah. Also, she's wearing three skirts. (laughs) Each shorter than the last. (laughs) It's a mixed bag. Some people... It's like a love it or hate it. I kind of love it. I love it personally, but I know a lot of people don't. What's up with her gumball shoulders? See, and that's where I think the shuttlecocks could be, where you have the very top, and then it comes out like a sleeve almost over the top part of her arms, the lower part of the shuttlecock. I mean, with the wings and the gumball shoulders, in most of these pictures, it looks like they could be shuttlecocks now. Uh, Good question, Angelo. Yes, thank you. Uh, here's another one. Wait, what? Okay, sorry. This is a weird one. Malcontent Blizzard asks, assuming you could cast across gender lines, what Xena roles would you assign the Sailor Scouts in a Xena reboot? Okay. Uh, like, obviously, mm-hmm. Ami and Makoto are Gabrielle and Xena. <laughs> <laughs> obviously. Sure. Okay, fair. The I mean, that's a different take small, on... small, smart one. Yeah, I still think I think that's a very different take on Gabby. Uh, well, yeah, like, but yeah, I mean, like, look, Minako is probably a better Gabby, but uh, we don't even have a name for the Minako uh, Makoto ship, so that's not going to work. Yeah. If you base it more on the undertones tension that's there, I don't, I don't consider them undertones at all. <laughs> <laughs> I consider them tones. Uh, let's see. Um, I, I feel like Ray would be a good like Aries. Whoa. Yeah, because you know she's Mars. No, I got it. Yeah. That's a good connection. I don't know what I, I think Usagi would probably be Wait, is there a Venus in the show? There must be, right? There's an Aphrodite, yeah. Okay, yeah, sure. But she's not really she's more like Usagi than Mina. Oh, really? Yeah. She like her okay. whole deal is that she's like a valley girl. Oh, okay. Like she's All like right, a surfer girl. Fair. But I, like I feel like Usagi would probably be like like more of a joxer. 
maybe i mean that's really like that's really mean to usagi but yeah kind of is what's the name of the what's the name of the the bad lady that you love so much Callisto. right it took me a minute to realize what you meant by the bad lady that you love so much there's oh so many (laughs) but you got the right one yeah Callisto. um that wouldn't work for any of them, would it? She wouldn't work. No, she's like genocidal, so she would be more of a barrel, okay. or or a zoocyte, really. Gotcha, gotcha. What about uh, John? Uh, he's not yeah. in the show. Oh come on! He's Hercules. He's off at another show. Yeah. Doesn't Hercules show up every once in a while? Sure. Yeah. I mean, would he? I don't know if you want to do that. Well, but th- you know what? You know why that doesn't work is because then he has to like woo Jupiter. Maybe Mamoru could be Joxer. Well, see, that's actually a little bit better. Yeah, shows up, does nothing, contributes in no meaningful way. Uh, he, I thought everybody loves him. Don't you guys love him? Joxer? Yes. Yeah. So it's an upgrade for him. It is. It really is. All right. Here's another question. This one's from Phil. So what would uh, Sailor Pluto think about Pluto's downgrade from a planet to a dwarf planet? It's actually a really great video. I'm trying to, someone did it where um, it's like her, everyone like kind of dismissing her and everything she says. And like Neil deGrasse Tyson shows up and it's, I don't even remember what it's called, but it was pretty funny. Not very long, but it's like, everyone's like, shut up. You're not even a Sailor Scout anymore. (laughs) Wait, and Neil deGrasse Tyson is in this? No, it's it's a it it's animated. Oh, okay. I was like, so, what? Yeah. <laughs> Jordan, did you, I have a lot of questions about what Jordan was imagining. <laughs> I thought he was really involved in some Sailor Moon parody. Did you think this is my question? <laughs> I had to figure out how to phrase it. Did you think it was like cosplayers or like a Roger Rabbit scenario? I thought it was like cosplayers. Okay. Uh, okay. Yes. I mean, yes. I, now, here's the thing. As we will all learn someday, there are more scouts than there are planets. But uh, most of the, But I don't know. I, I, I feel like she would be offended. I feel like she... But you know what? Sailor Moon would probably be like... Well, I don't even know what we're talking about. Sailor Moon is a moon. But whatever. Sailor Moon would probably be like, yeah, that's your punishment for trying to get with my husband. Uh, you're not even a planet anymore. Well, she's always been kind of separate from everyone, even the outer scouts, so it kind of works. And yeah, the you find out in, I won't spoil, but there, you do find out about Chibi Moon's future guards. Actually, you don't. That's a more modern thing. But they're based on, I think, Jupiter's moons or something. So yeah. there are a bunch of, yeah, sailor scouts that are based on I didn't know. non-planets. Is there a Sailor Van Allen belt? <laughs> I mean, probably. Uh, like, Phobos and Deimos are birds, correct? And yes. scouts. Wait, wait, wait what? What? they're scouts too? The birds are scouts? In, in the manga, yes. The I don't remember that. They, they only appear for, like, a moment. If you if you look <laughs> it up on Google, yeah, you can see them. These are the birds, is what you're telling me. Well, because, like, in the last season, they have various... Other scouts. Um, yeah, there's a lot of scouts. Yeah, there are other scouts, and there's... Iron Crow, I think is the name, Sailor Iron Crow, and I think Iron that's Mouse. where they're supposed to be from. Oh, it is it Lead Crow then? Maybe. My, I don't know. They all have like an element and then a an animal. And then there's also like Ken oh, Nico, yeah. Nico or tr- whatever, 
which here's I think a, is supposed to be the same planet Luna and Artemis and Diana are from. Here's a here's a picture of them turned into people. Uh, let me put it in the chat. Are these the same birds that Ray has as pets? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. There they are. You see them? What the They look more like fairy girls than they do That's like no more Sailor questions. Scouts, but... No more questions. <laughs> no, no, no. We still have questions. a couple more. I have a couple no more. more. No, more. we got time. Three Rabbit Moon Studio asks, "What's Darian and Ray's ship name, or Matoki and Mamoru's ship name?" Matoki and Mamoru's ship name is Crown of Roses, Crown of Thorns, Crown of, Crown of Thorns. Oh, <laughs> good one. Very good one. Models Inc. <laughs> And then Darian and Ray. Darian and Ray, uh, the garbage store. Oh, get out of here. You need to go to the garbage (laughs) store and turn that back in. There's got to be a better name than that. Dumpster fire. That's it. Hashtag dumpster fire for all you Ray. uh, He's not a dumpster. I like that name. It is funny, but he is literally a trash pile. Well, he, yes, okay, right, yeah. yes. I yeah, so suck it, Jordan. Dumpster fire is. Trash pile. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> it works too well. I can't deny the logic. Yeah, that's it. That's all we got. That's, that's it, you sure? Uh, Patreon.com slash Sailor Business if you want to help us keep doing the show. That would be super awesome of you. But uh, let's get back into it. <laughs> S for I don't even know Sahara. They were there for a minute. Space dimension. Space dimensions. <laughs> mm. Why not? S for stupid episode. Oh, unbelievable! <laughs> so now I will say this is stupid though. Um, as Sahara <laughs> was struggling to pull Chibiusa up off the cliff, we cut to the scouts walking around in what is clearly the American Southwest. Uh, mm-hmm. In the desert, and mm-hmm. they're, yeah, they're in Monument Valley, right? Yeah, Mercury just pops off with Chibius and Atari will be in the next dimension we travel to. Like, oh, okay, cool. Did your RoboCop computer tell you that? Based on yep. what? It's fine. It's fine. Is it okay? It's 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 whatever. Sure enough, uh, the next time the dimensions shift, they appear on the other side of the crevasse, uh, where they cannot. <laughs> yes. Nothing. I just thought of a funny joke. What was it? Please share with the rest of the class, Jordan. Crevasse. <laughs> it's what it's it was called. You saying, it was you saying crevasse. It was funny. It's what it's, it's what this geographical feature is called. Or a chasm. I mean, it could also be a chasm. Sure. Okay. Chasm. So as, you saying, as you were saying, it's fine. It just made me laugh. That's all. Uh, so, but they're on the other side, so they can't reach uh, Chibiusa before she falls to her death? Question mark. Because if you die in this dimension, you die in real life. Well, it's yes, of course. What, there's nothing to indicate you wouldn't die. It's just it would be death. Death is death. Or is it because it's basically a gaming dimension? Would they just have extra lives? Well, at this point, they don't know anything. It, there's nothing gamey about it. It's just walking around in different environments for no reason. Yeah. Yeah. So they fall and then they are snagged by uh Venus Love Chain. And the backs are snapped. Yeah. <laughs> yes. The uh uh Gwen Stacy style. Yes. 
So they can't teleport out because they have decided they can't take Hotaru and Chibiusa with them. For some stupid, unintelligible reason. Yeah. And Hotaru's like, hey, save Chibiusa. Like, I'll stay here. I don't give a shit. Uh, if you can say life my is friend. meaningless. Life, life is pain. Life, life is pain. I shouldn't have ever been born. She literally says that one. <laughs> what a what a tiny goth child. She's delightful. <laughs> and Sailor Moon's like, hey, don't worry, baby. We're gonna get save you all. It's it's fine. And then all the rest of the guys are like, yeah, buck up. Uh, and then and then uh, Sailor Jupiter, who's standing next to Sailor Mercury, goes, hey, don't worry about it. This lady's sure to find a way to get us all back. <sighs> and uh, puts her hand on uh, Mercury's shoulder very affectionately. Hashtag cookbook. It's all there. I feel like you could she's also smart. translate it as, hey, don't worry, my lady's going to figure she has out a, a way to get us out of here. But that I think it is. I think uh, I'm checking. I don't who, think yeah, that's, that's what, what it actually but, says now okay. on my screen. I don't know. I, I mean, I I pay the, the, the $3 oh, a month really? or whatever it is. So it might... It might not affect what yours says, but I get the premium content. <sighs> Back outside, the cats are going, oh, man, they only got a half hour left. It's been a half hour already. I didn't. There must be some time difference because there's no way they did all that in like 10 minutes. Well, we, I mean, they, we literally saw them do it in 10 minutes and it's not like, it's not like there's anything interesting going on that clearly took a long time, so it could maybe, have been. Maybe they stopped to answer some Twitter questions. Maybe they did. You're right. I wish they had. I don't remember where the hour time limit comes in. Amy just goes, the fucking house is going to collapse into another dimension in an hour. It makes no sense, Chris. Nothing in this episode makes any sense. Oh, well, it's about to get even more nonsense and also, Ugh. not coincidentally, about a million times better. It's amazing. So it gets they, better, that's they true. They just kind of randomly dimension hop back into the house? Yeah. A- a- Amy just goes, oh, this one's going to connect us to the exit. Because, again, she just has a computer that knows what's going to happen. And this, like, one million percent feels like someone else is now writing the episode. Like, it's like a handoff. Like, someone was like, oh, I want to do a story where the scouts are trapped in dimensions, but uh, I have to go to the dentist. Can you finish this one up for me? Remember, it's about them being trapped in all these dimensions. And someone was sitting at their desk with, like, a pile of board games going, I got you. Don't worry. Just leave it's like, it right it's there. Like the, it's like the uh, like Star Trek Four, like the back-in-time stuff versus the, the future stuff. Uh, which one is Four? Is that the whales? What? what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's and the whale, the whole back in time part is like written by a different person entirely. I did not know that. I remember hearing that. I maybe I'm wrong. If I'm wrong, go ahead and tell us. At me. I don't care. Yeah, at that cracks out with a zero for a no. So they walk into a room, and here we meet sexy cubism. No, okay. No, it, Stop it's saying it's that. the card. It's a playing card. Yeah, she's, yes. well, she's she's actually supposed to look like a queen. A queen. Yeah. Uh, like a playing card queen. But she only looks like a playing card queen for three seconds before she whips that costume off and, like, starts well, her making face, faces. Her face stays like a playing card queen the whole time. It's just the her costume. Her face stays away. like a playing card queen, no matter what angle it's at, which is really weird. But, okay. Do we want to go floor to ceiling or ceiling to floor? Top to bottom or bottom to top with this? Uh, top, top to bottom. Yeah, top to bottom. So, bunny ears. We'll start with that. Yeah. I don't know the origins of that. Is it just supposed to be like kind of like a Playboy bunny thing? 
I mean, again, we're not sure all of the things that got put in there. Maybe something of them had something to do with the rabbit. I just don't know what. Well, I think that almost because the ears is the bow tie and then a bunny tail. Yeah, and like a like a sexy top. Yeah. So she's got bunny ears. Her head and face are a playing card queen. Uh, she's got chess rooks for arms, like chess rook sleeves. Sleeves, yeah, not not her literal arms, but yeah. Well, but they're it's... but 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 what's weird about them is they're sleeves that are not attached to her shirt, right? Because they're sleeves she's... that just grip onto the, her upper arm and stay on. She's got boobs, and then immediately under the boobs, her the rest of her torso is just a a, a die. It's a six sided die. Yeah, but but it's fun because the one is facing us. It's like her belly button. Yeah, that's true. Yes, it is. Uh, and then she's got what I... I don't know if this is meant to be the bowl from whatever game that was, just turned upside down. But, like, her hips are... I thought it was the bottom of a chess piece. That's what I thought, too, yeah. Then she's, I thought it was a bowl. It might just be a bowl turned upside down. Then she's just got bell bottoms and high yep. heels. Yep. Purple, sheer bell bottoms. Yeah, that's true. You can see through them. Yes. She's great. She's great. Uh, apparently she is also in Sailor Moon and other stories, so we will eventually uh, encounter her again if we get to the uh, the 1250 level on Patreon. That's very exciting. Oh, uh, yes. The internet says a, it was a rice bowl that was put in there. Oh, weird. Okay. Yeah, so I don't know well, why. Well, there's a, there's a book that Mehmet throws in that has the bowl and some dice in there. Huh. Like, I don't know. Her uh, name is U Ikasama. Ikasama. U Ikasama. Yeah. And Ikasama means cheat in Japanese. So her name uh, is a reference to cheating. Yeah, her name's Cheater, case. basically. What was her yep. name in English, Jordan? Uh, I don't remember her having one. I'm, I, she probably had one. I, I don't remember what it was. It was not that memorable. Let's see if they say it here. No, it's same name, Ikasama. Oh, weird. She says violence is not the answer because she is a villain who loves peace uh, and agrees to let them all out if they beat her in a game because she loves to gamble. Now, again, this is a classic premise. This is a, you know, what's the what's the the, the, the classic one where you challenge death? Uh, not Bill and Ted, the other one. Talk about the seventh seal? Seventh seal. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then, obviously, they did a parody of it in Bill and Ted, which was – was that before or after this? Bogus Journey. Uh, that's in Bogus Journey, so I think it might actually be after. Let me check. Was it really that much? Because I thought the original one was like – Oh, no, Bogus Journey was 91, so it was before. Yeah. Okay, so it was before this. But, I mean, this is a pretty classic setup. Oh, like, totally, totally. I'm not saying they stole it. I just wanted to reference it to, to see where it was in reference to that. And, again, this could be the episode. This could be – we didn't need all the Dimension bullshit. No, we did this not. This could just be the episode. I like the <laughs> yes, it could. because of the lion, but honestly. I do not. But that being said, don't worry. We're not done with things being totally dumb yet. Oh, do you mean <laughs> totally awesome? Because it's great. I, I mean, wonderful. I, yes, it's wonderful and dumb. So, okay. First thing the Sailor Scouts do is sensibly. They, they try to attack her, but no, she talks them out of it. So then, like, like Chris said, she challenges them. So Sailor... Jupiter steps up first and says, I will challenge you first. Now, (sighs) 
I will spoil something for a moment by saying both my wife and I were like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Amy should challenge her to chess. And the episode acknowledges that and we'll get there. But Sailor Jupiter, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, Sailor. Okay. Any game. Any Any game, game. in the world. So, okay, wrestling. She's good at wrestling. I would That's say a game. wrestling probably doesn't count as a game. Okay, arm wrestling. Arm wrestling, I could give you a, a like moron. <laughs> but like if we're talking about like classic games of chance and skill, then I don't think Jupiter necessarily has to go for something like super physical. Like she doesn't have to go with something that like plays to her strength as like a good cook. What she should do is not pick the game that has the worst fucking odds in the casino. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so not only that, so which is, Chris, so what is what does Jupiter in all her wisdom challenge this game monster to play? Uh, baby, let's put it all on Red 16. She's playing yes. roulette. She's playing roulette. And not only is she playing roulette, she is literally betting on one number. Yeah, and she's not even look, we all we all know in the words of of a great man, Wesley Snipes, if you ever play roulette, always bet on black. <laughs> Don't blame. No, that's from Passenger 57. But honestly, Chris, she should have bet on either red or black. Yes, because then she would only have a slightly under 50% chance because there is what is it? Is it one green spot or two? I forget. There's two green spots. There's a zero and a double zero, which I know because I, I put some money on black on the cruise ship and it came up double zero fucking twice. What? That can't yeah. be possible. I well, was at any rate. very upset. But, but yes, at least you have a whatever it is, 40 something percent chance. But she literally put it on one specific number. And guess what, Chris? Guess what? Mm-hmm. Yeah. She won. Oh, good. They get to go home. What are the fucking odds that, yes. Literally 35 to 1. Are there only 35 numbers? There are. Well, this roulette board has at least a, a colored 35 square. But yeah, the odds on a uh, traditional roulette table are 35 to 1. Or 37 to 1 on an American roulette table. So Sure. And the point is, that's uh, that's not completely crazy odds but why would you ever risk those odds and how crazy is it that she was right and she won like that's really fucking crazy i mean we we know how crazy it is jordan it's 37 to 1 crazy like this is that would only happen one every 37 times that's how weird it is but even though she wins uh ikasama is a cheater so the tile flips to red seven so Jupiter is immediately trapped in a playing card. <laughs> now, here's the thing. This is the first time this happens. There are five Sailor Senshi present for this. All of them are like, yep, don't worry. I got this. <laughs> right. They, nobody goes, hey, did you just cheat? Like Makoto doesn't go, hey, she cheated. Like everybody just thinks they got it. On some level, I can almost understand one more going. Because, again, I would have still been so flabbergasted that, <laughs> that, that, that she chose roulette. That I would be like, what is wrong with you? Pick something where there's actually skill involved. Uh, well, you know who should have played roulette? 
Who? Ray. Because she can cheat? Because she can cheat. We've seen it before. <laughs> on the we ship episode. We literally saw that, yeah. Well, on that spinny thing, then. Yeah. The same the, one she cheated on. The raffle. She cheats. Yeah, uh, but instead, right. Ray picks... Ray picks a different game. Maybe Ikasama is picking the games. We don't know. No, I'm assuming. Because then, well, what are the odds that that again that Amy would get? No, because Chibi is a yeah. Yeah, you're right. So they clearly get to pick. So Ray so, picks Jenga, <laughs> and she's good at it. Yeah, but she also like takes a she takes a tile from the top, and doesn't notice that there is a string attached to the entire tower. Yes. It's what's well, like a yeah like a a very small thread and and then you know Ikasama pulls the thread and the entire thing topples over and she loses yeah then Amy finally plays chess against her yeah great this is the dumbest this is the dumbest cheating. this is really there's, there's really no dumb doubt it, she lands on the spot and it explodes yeah she lands on the spot says checkmate which means she wins game is over game over at that point. And then it explodes, at which point Ikazaman says, oh, looks like you lose. Wait, no. No. That's not how chess works. Uh, chess mixed with Minesweeper? <laughs> chess Sweeper! I do not... <laughs> I could be wrong on this. I don't know much about chess. I do know that chess does not have exploding board death matches like pro wrestling does. No. Right? If you want a no prize answer, it's terrible. But the terrible no prize answer could be. Wait, can I guess? That... Can I guess? Yes, please go for it. Amy doesn't take her uh, fingers off the piece, so the play is not done yet. Close, no, okay. close. But it has to do with those like nitpicky things. Which is, isn't it the case that the chess game doesn't end because because again you can't actually take the king. Chess game ends when you tip your king over no i think i think that's just a, a sign ceremonial of, thing yeah well but you can do it before check checkmate because uh, you can go in you chess can do the, the whole thing never captured the game ends as soon as the king is checkmated in formal games most players resign an inevitably lost game before being checkmated it is usually considered bad etiquette to continue playing in a hopeless position so right so so my what i was going to say was that the explosion made amy's king tip over and it was like oh now your king is tipped over. That means you forfeit it. Well, it's stupid either way. <laughs> it's and that's totally like fucking, stupid. There are three people. That's like that's three down into this. It's completely dumb. But they're under a time crunch, so that's true. That's true. They have a limit, which is why they're probably like pushing you. Like, just keep going. Just keep going. You got to do this. But if one sailor senshi can't do it, perhaps two can. And who better than Usagi and the one who's just like Usagi, whose name I cannot remember. Okay, now here's the thing about this. Seems to escape me. Uh, it's it's Sailor Venus. It's uh, Minako. It's but the good old block of wood, Minako. Block of no, because what is the one thing we know about her? She has a bow in her hair. She's good at god driving. Yes, god driving. I did. I thought that was quite an odd name for a <laughs> racing game. But here's the thing. Th that's correct that's me if I'm wrong. Continuity. That's Absolutely. we've seen God driving on several occasions. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yusagi's not actually that good at it. Like this is Yusagi wasting her chance. Oh, but what other game would she really excel at? Discus. Yeah, exactly. But frisbee golf. There we go. Yeah, she's. Very, we know she's good at that. Rock paper scissors. Well, sure. 
here's how this should have gone down. Venus should have played God Driving. Uh, and then at the end of it, Usagi should have been like, all right, rock, paper, scissors. And then, you know, rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Ikasaman throws scissors. Uh, Usagi pulls out her fucking cutie moon rod and turns into Super Sailor Moon and does Rainbow Moon Heartache. There you go. That's how that's how I would have written the ending. But yeah, they both are playing God Driving. Uh, and uh, their cars immediately explode for some reason. This is like No, some... no, no, no. False. Their cars drive full speed backwards. At which point the monster says, there was no guarantee your car would only go forwards. Which is pretty stupid. Because generally speaking... Yes, there is. <laughs> Typically, on a car game, there is no reverse. This is ridiculous. Uh, I do really like that Ami and, uh, or uh, that Usagi and Minako, like, do a total comedy plot with their feet in the air at, after the end of that scene. <laughs> so, that's all five scouts. So, everybody dies. Um, and, you know, we've learned a lot today, so I guess it's time for us to talk Wait, about Chris, what we've... Wait, Chris, you're yes. forgetting. There are six scouts. Well, Tuxedo Mask isn't in this one, so right. He's but not he's not a scout. scout. There's a there's a actually scout. more than six scouts. We're up to we're up to oh, yeah. to right. nine at this point. There's another scout present. Technically, two. I, well, yeah, but we don't know that yet. There's another scout there's a, and a Messiah of Silence present. There's, yes, there's a very <laughs> small scout. A mini one, almost. Maybe if you spoke Japanese. Our little friend Rini challenges our monster to a game and all three both she and hotaru play old maid here's here's a question for both of you what game would you choose oh that's a great question as much as i love uno and i am good at it i probably wouldn't pick uno because there's there's too many well i guess it depends on if other people are playing there's too many other factors with other people involved just you just you and 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 the cheater i mean that's the thing she's gonna cheat no matter what maybe super puzzle fighter although i haven't played that in a long time i used to be pretty good at it though have you ever played it i have played it this is your this is your life is on the line you're like "Mm, i used to be pretty good at that like that's a fucking (laughs) total usagi move because here's the thing i don't play video games a lot um, I play board games a lot, but there's none that I'm like, I clearly dominate. Like, you know, I, I could play her at, I mean, I'm, you know what I mean? Like, I don't play magic where I'm like, I, I have this perfect magic deck that I could destroy her with. You would just have all black laws anyway. Yeah, I could play Catan against her. I'm pretty good at that, but like, I don't always win. I could play the Civilization board game against her. But again, Devin beats me at that sometimes, so like I I I don't that's not a sure thing. What about you, Chris? I mean I'm pretty good at Scrabble. Oh yeah, I'm I am very good at Scrabble. Aiden her family always plays Scrabble and I was with them for uh uh Christmas this year. And uh we we played teams Scrabble, like pairs. Oh. So of course I was paired with my then fiance, now wife. Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh and the thing about Aiden is she's not good at word games. Oh no. Uh, but I am amazing at work games. <laughs> uh Aiden, this is I think this is like a, a superhero comics reader thing, but I once told Aiden and I was like, oh yeah, like whenever I come across a word that I'm not familiar with in a book, I just do a quick anagram in my head to see if it's like a supervillain name. 
like i i like i'm always looking out for acrostics when i see a paragraph that's shaped funny yeah yeah especially well i i do that also when i'm when i'm reading uh like fantastical things and so they have to make up fake names i'm always Mm -hmm. like is that a real name that they've like put backwards or screwed up is that like their their cousin that they're like like oh let's let's give them a weird name i can't do my name backwards because it'd be ass uh long story short uh i destroyed everyone at that game of scrabble bingoed uh one and then aiden retired from the game uh having secured her victory for the first time ever for a long time devon would not play scrabble uh with me because she well because i was good at it she will now but only do you know how they have these new like themed scrabbles no they do. And so we have a literary or book lover Scrabble or something like that. And it has special book lover rules. One of which is you can use the names of characters from a book if you could say what book they're from. That, okay, that just seems like, do they change the tiles at all? Because there's only 26 letters. <laughs> no, there's still the same number of everything. So it's just uh, it, a regular game of Scrabble that you no, can no, make up rules for. There are some other things. Okay, so in addition to – there's a few things. It's it's There's new rules. Most of it is rules. But there's also these cards that like – so that everybody's got three cards. And the cards are like basically like missions that if you can complete that mission and turn it in, it gives you like triple word or something. Anyway, but like – but that once – Devin will play that because that way she can use like all these Harry Potter things that <laughs> – that are always going through her mind and that she can't use in regular Scrabble. Uh, so Scrabble would be a good one to do. Oh, Chris, I play, my family plays pretty lenient Scrabble. Do you guys play like the hardcore versions? Yeah, dude, no proper names. No, no, that no proper names typically uh, for a regular game of Scrabble. But like, I'm talking about like, for example, when John Hodgman tweets about playing Scrabble, like he plays the real serious shit where it's like you, you play it, there's like half the game is bluff. Half the game is playing a word that the other that it's and the other person's like, what does that mean? And you're like, I don't know, bro. You're gonna challenge it? And 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 then yeah, the person has to if decide. You challenge it and you look it up and that shit's in the dictionary, you lose immediately. Yeah. We we no, you don't lose the game, you just lose a turn. No, you lose you no, you lose. That's so you play a doubly hard version. In the I, rules, you just I lose a turn. You, Jordan, you don't know what life is like out here on these streets. I guess you're right. No, do you do it where, like, if you use triple letter, you only get to use it that one time, like the next person oh, that yeah. uses it? Okay, that's good. Oh, yeah. No, we just we just are very lenient on the is that a word situation. We're just like, yeah, whatever. We're all having that's fun. The that's the whole fine. point of the fucking game. I, okay, anyway. No, 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 so, no, 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 no. Wait, wait, let me clarify. I don't mean we can play things that aren't a word. I mean, like, if you're like, we, we just play like on the, like, you try to play a thing that's a word. And if somebody's like, that's not a word. And you're like, what? Oh, I thought it was. Uh, okay. I spelled it wrong or something. Then you just take it back and you do something else. Uh, I would just play 20 questions and it would, I would pick the obscure Batman villain, Johnny Karaoke, who no one would ever guess. That's really mean. It's the play for death situation, Jordan. Anyway, Chibi and Hitaru play Old Maid, and uh, Chibi, speaking of bluffing, totally works uh, Cheater. Oh, yeah, she's good at it. Yeah. But it's, I mean, it's like the obvious thing. It's because the monster thinks she's, what an, she's just an idiot kid, and doesn't know anything. 
Yeah. So when she reaches for the Joker, Chibiusa gives her like a hilarious, uh, sad, worried face. And then uh, there's a lot of face acting in this in this sequence. It's very good. This this scene of uh, uh, Uikasaman uh, pick, like looking at the card and her eyes going wide should probably be our episode screenshot. It's very good. I do love that picture. That so? or um, later when she's actually defeated and it's like much more detailed drawing. Yeah, or this bonkers Joker card. Okay, so she picks. She does pick the the death card now. So then she tries to pull the exact same trick on uh, Hotaru, and it does not work. She's like, "Oh no, I was hoping you'd pick that one." And and Hotaru's like, "Yeah, good, thanks," and just takes it. Now here's the thing. I'm gonna point something out, uh, and and you're gonna call me a nerd, and I don't care. Uh, they 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 fuck up at this point. Yes, I noticed this as well. They, they 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 fuck up the gameplay because what should happen next? Hotaru is left with only one card. What should happen next is it's now Chibi's turn. She should take the single last card from Hotaru and then put down a pair, and Hotaru should be the first one out. But they skip Chibi's turn by accident. Yes, uh, they also uh, have all the uh, Senshi uh, imprisoned as uh, playing cards, and Ami's a queen. Venus is a jack, Jupiter is a king, and then Ray and Usagi are both aces for some reason. I just thought that was interesting. Yeah, I, I did wonder if that was. You think they'd make them like? Well, I guess they couldn't all be aces. Yeah, but you think they could? They'd make them all like a like a royal flush or something. Oh yeah, true. Uh, but I will say though, um, king and queen go together pretty well. So that's 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 Jupiter and Mercury. Uh, anyway. Ui Kasuman has lost, uh, but refuses to give up the game. For some reason, the well, cards on, don't just on. fucking explode. No, no, hold on, hold on, hold on, because that's not what happens. Uh, she has not lost yet, or she hasn't come in last place. She just hasn't won. Well, Chibi's uh, won. Chi- Chibi, Chibi won, but, yeah. but they still have Hotaru in the game, which is wrong, but is what happens. Um, so, so, so Hotaru is left with one card, and somehow... The monster is left with two. It doesn't really yeah, the, make a lot of sense. The monster should only have the one card. But yeah, they, th- they fucked it up. This is... Oh, she's cheating. Yeah, I guess... Well... Yeah. But she's still being like... Oh, no, right. She got a card from... She took a card from Chibi. So she does have two cards. She has the okay. card she got from Chibi and the death card. Okay. So uh, she shuffles them up so that her face will be unreadable. She uh, shuffles up and puts them face down. So yeah. she supposedly doesn't even know what they Fucking are. Fucking trap cards. Oh, shit. Yeah. This is Yu-Gi-Oh shit we're getting into now. Uh, but it's like it, the end of Maverick, where... <laughs> if you've seen that movie, where, like... That movie rules. He, yeah, it's such... I, I love that movie. It's delightfully campy in a way. But, yeah, when he, like, gets the cards and he refuses to, like, turn them over, like, turn over that card. But he doesn't have that drama over something that's... It's cards. <laughs> she secretly marked the Joker so she can try and get into Hotaru's head. Uh, but everybody's like, believe in yourself, Hotaru. And uh, Hotaru. We all love you. We all love you. We've never met you before. Right. But we believe in you. And Chibisa says, think of it as a game of concentration, which is not. 
concentration, um, if I remember correctly, uh, concentration is like a memory game, right? Yeah, it's it, memory is is how I know that. You turn over the card and you you're looking for matching cards, but like that's yeah. that is that is very bad advice because like she doesn't know which card she is which. doesn't know which card is which. <laughs> yeah, uh, like this is dumb. So okay, so she like starts going for one of the cards. This is another dumb part that I didn't think was that good. She starts going for one of those cards. And then we find out, by the way, the monster has marked the Joker. Already said that. You did. So she knows which one it is. And so Hotaru starts going for one. And the monster immediately starts trying to pull the, the same shit again. Oh, if you go for that one, then you'll lose. Are you sure? But if sure? you go for the other one, yeah, that one will make you win. That makes a lot more sense. Um, it's, which is so dumb because like, what we like, you already said you didn't do it. And then all the girls start going, Hotaru, follow your heart. What? It's just missing a rose, uh, coming in and hitting the wrong card. (laughs) Your heart does not know which card is right, guys. It's luck. It's 50, 50 luck. There's no skill going on anymore. She's just going to guess. And her heart doesn't know. So she just leans over and picks one and flips it. Yeah, and this is where we get the really great shot of uh, Uu Ikasaman turn it like being so shocked that she briefly becomes realistic, like like yeah. realistically shaded. Uh, so Hotaru wins and then immediately passes out, and everybody's like, "Ah, oh, she's fine. Good job, Hotaru." Yeah, don't worry about it. She just passed out. It's a thing. Don't. It's fine. Uh, but uh, Uu Ikasaman is like, yeah, well, you know what? Fuck you guys. So I'm going to keep you here and you're going to die. Uh, but Chibi, now that Hotaru has passed out, is free to transform herself into uh, Sailor Chibi Moon, everyone's favorite trainee pretty guardian. Uh-huh. And she pink sugar heart attacks uh, Ikasaman directly in the face. Tries to. Oh, yeah, that's right. She tries to, but nothing happens. And then she's like, well, that's weird. Put extra power into it. Yeah. Then it comes on and uh, the monster dodges, but it ends up breaking Usagi out of her card prison, which is very Batman 66. I love it. Crisis makeup, rainbow moon heartache, love, lovely. Uh, the end. <laughs> well, hold on. There's still some cuteness after that, isn't there? Uh, oh yeah, uh, Ui Kasaman's last words are I'm against violence <laughs> <laughs> They all return back to normal What Hotaru's still passed out on the doorstep But she'll be fine, don't worry about it Yeah, the monster turns back into a pile of games And yep. assorted miscellaneous objects They go outside <laughs> Where Tomoe has a stomachache or he's holding his stomach. He's, I think he's fallen asleep. He's literally eaten everything. The, the garbage is even gone. Like, he's cleaned up after himself. That's how, how long he's been there. And then he's like, oh, you saved my daughter. And then he's like, sinisterly thinks, you will regret saving her. <laughs> and then uh, Neptune uh, gets to be like, well, sorry, Uranus. Guess the fucking Sailor Scouts survived after all. <laughs> We've learned a lot from this episode. So it's time for us to talk about what it is that we learned. It's time for Sailor Business Says. And Vanessa, we will start with you. Um, what I learned is if you get a bunch of food for people and plans kind of fall through, don't let it go to waste. Just 
eat it all in one sitting. I learned if you give Chris a lion, he doesn't care if the plot makes no sense. <laughs> uh, I learned that, uh, hey, Jordan. Yes? You ever play roulette? Uh, sure. Always bet on red 34. So that does it for this episode. Uh, again, I think this one's really fun, but it's like it is incredibly stupid in virtually every way. The first half of the episode does not match the second at all. No, like there are so many different ways to get to the Sailor Scouts are trapped in a dimension and have to play games with a monster to to get out. Uh, but yeah, this one really, really biffs it pretty hard you you made fun of me for bringing up murder world but like this could have been murder world they could have been trapped in a game dimension that was trying to play them at all times yeah like there's there's so much more we we that would have been so good we could have done uh vanessa what did you think i like it uh i mean you're right that the beginning part it would have been better if that aspect had happened faster because i mean like really for one of these episodes, they kind of jump right into bad shit happening <laughs> that makes them have to show up. But they should have cut the dimension thing and actually show them maybe playing games for a little longer because that yeah. would have been more interesting. But I like it because for this monster, a, I, I love her design. It's just so fun and weird. But then what I like is that she's pretty much the only monster that her goal is not parts or energy or whatever she has her her own agenda and her agenda is just you guys are going to stay here and you're going to be mine and we're probably just going to like games while eternity you don't have a choice about that and i just kind of love that yeah she does not even though they call her uh ooh uh, at the beginning of her name she does not uh try to swallow anyone's heart like all the other oohs yeah she really she really is off on her own shit which is kind of fun. I love villains like that. Yeah, she no, she she's a terrific villain. That she's the best part of the episode. You're right. Oh, by far. Like I wish we could have gotten more of her. But again, I think there's a way. This is two different episodes, is what this is. Like stitched together in the weirdest possible way, and it's almost like each side of the act break. Like we get maybe like two, three minutes after the act break of still doing the dimension stuff before the 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 monster stuff comes in yeah. and it's it's literally like, like you would have thought they messed up and put the second half of the wrong episode if they yeah. had if they hadn't had that little bit of carryover Mehmet never comes back either yeah Mehmet's gone for the whole episode oh yeah and speaking of your lion my lion yes yeah why does he go home like he just climbed into the room he should still be there well, because I don't think he was real. Wait, what? Now you're telling me those dimensions weren't real? Yes, that is what I am telling you. <sighs> that I was never under that impression. Well, it ruined it even more for him. Well, get used to it, Jordan. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that does it. A, a, an interesting episode. Would you? I would recommend people watch this one, even though it's it's a weird one. <laughs> Vanessa, I, I take it you would as well. Yes. Jordan, would you say watch or pass? Like, skip to the last, like, seven minutes or ten minutes. Yeah, it's fair. Yeah. <laughs> That's fair. 
Uh, I mean, again, it's it's got a lot of dumb shit in it. I mean, now that we've already told you what happens, you might you might be able to watch it and enjoy it and just remember all the funny things we said. So there you go. That's true. We said so many funny things. Vanessa, before we let you go, where can people find you online should you wish to be found? I can be found at anime-pulse.com where my podcast script to script with my boyfriend, the Enchanter, is done. Uh, the next episode we're where we review books and movies is Who Framed Roger Rabbit? So that should be exciting. That's um, a book? Is there a yep. book? Yes. Um, it's Who Censored Roger Rabbit? Oh, that's right. And it was from before the movie? The movie's based <laughs> on it? Yep. Holy crap, I had no idea. You learned something today. Yeah. And you can also find the episodes on iTunes under, if you search by Anime Pulse. Uh, you can also find me on Twitter at AP underscore Vanessa underscore. All right. And Jordan, where can everybody find us? You can find me on Twitter at Crackshot with a zero instead of an O. You can find our producer, Jake Mason, who is awesome and who I didn't say anything bad about. <laughs> Uh, at JJ underscore Mason. Yeah, and, and give, he does... give Jake a thanks for uh, for really Absolutely. doing the work on last week's Thank episode you. of pulling it in. Yeah, especially last episode. It. it was very difficult. Um, he does a lot of other podcasts in addition to ours, and I don't know how he finds the time because uh, he does Cool Kids Table, he does Pokemon World Tour, Pokemon World Tour United, and the Morphin Grid. I actually also just started a brand new podcast with Sailor Business All-Star Shannon Maynard called Kingdom Smarts. It's where Shannon has to explain everything about Kingdom Hearts to me, but she only has 30 minutes at a time. It's uh, really fun, and you should check it out. And that's awesome. Chris, how about you? People can find me at the-isb.com if you want links to all the things that I write around the web, as well as all the comics that I write and co-write here and there. Uh, you can go to your local comic book store and pick up Deadpool Bad Blood and Hardcover, or the all-new Guardians of the Galaxy Annual 2017, uh, or Sword Quest, or Ash vs. Army of Darkness. Uh, those are all comics that uh, my writing partner Chad Bowers and I write, and Jordan worked on a couple of them, too. Yeah! You can also find me on Twitter, at the ISB, and you can really help me out by supporting us on Patreon at patreon.com slash sailorbusiness or at patreon.com slash Ajax. but that one doesn't that doesn't support this show at all. That just goes nope. to me and Matt for our other show. Terrible. Uh, hey, it's 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 plugs. Uh, you can kidding. interact with us at Sailor Business on Twitter or by emailing the show at sailorbusinesspodcast at gmail.com. Uh, we're coming up on when I'm going to be uh, putting out the call for guests of Sailor Moon Super S. So some have already trickled in, but keep an ear out because I will be making the formal call. Uh, and if you're a uh, a new person who wants to to be on the show, uh, give us a give us a shout. No dudes, that's the rule. It's 118 episodes. You should not oh. find out. Yeah, just I ba- I barely we shouldn't even be here if we're being honest, Jordan. <sighs> but yeah, that does it for this week. We're going to be back in our next episode with uh, episode 119 of Sailor Moon S: The Messiah of Silence Awakens, Stars of Destiny. And until then, keep your mind on sailor business.
Look while you still have time. We're going back, all right, but not without you, Hotaro. Huh? You've become Rini's best friend. We can't leave you like last year's clothes.